Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. On today's podcast, I'm delighted to welcome back Northants Academy player, George Gowler. You must be feeling good, George, today after having fielded in the county championship match yesterday at Northampton. Um, yeah, it was a really good experience for me and... Um... Yeah, I just had a really good day yesterday and it, it wasn't too bad. It got, it got cut short, but um, we got the batting point that we needed. This was against Kent, wasn't it? How did it come about? You were 12th man in this match, were you? Yeah. Um, so Rip's the first team coach. Um, he just wanted, he wanted some academy players for the first championship game. And um, the, the sheet came through because there was um, some first team training sessions as well before. Machine came through, and there was four of us, and I did day four, and there was three others that did the other three days. Oh, it's a good idea to get you involved in in a sort of professional environment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's a really good experience, and um, it's just a lot to take out of it. How long were you on the field for? Um, so Rob Keogh, uh, he slid in to to get the batting point. So we needed we needed one off uh, the last the, to the last ball with the 110th over to get the batting point, and he slid in and he grazed his legs. So he just wanted 10 minutes to to patch them up at the start of the second innings. So I just went on for 10 minutes. It was about five overs. And um, how cold was it yesterday? Because we had snow about you. We had hell showers here yesterday. Yeah, um, when the sun came out, it wasn't too bad. Uh, like I played on Saturday and it was it was Baltic, it was freezing. But when the sun came out yesterday, it wasn't too bad. I actually sat outside for a bit uh, watching the game until it got really cold and just went inside. Because I know your dad was watching in a in a box, I think, so he wasn't cold. No, no, he got, he got to go inside uh, one of the boxes in the indoor school and and he he, he loved it. <laughs> I bet he did being looked after. 
And yeah. when when you were fielding, uh, Zach Crawley, the England player, was batting at the same time for Kent, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so Ben Sanderson, um, he got a wicket with his first ball, and then Crawley came out to bat. He hit a few nice fours, one straight down the ground. It was really nice. Um, and I actually. I was just just clapping the bowler, and then I ended up just clapping the drive because it was just so nice from Crawley. But it was just it was it was amazing to just be out there. It was just one experience. Uh, it must have been a dream, having like we all did when we were younger. Um, for me, a few years back, but um, when you're in the garden playing for your brother, dreaming of playing in a Test match, or or a, uh, and you actually got out there to play in a in a first class match yesterday afternoon. Yeah, luckily the ball only came to me once, but it was still it was still a good experience to get out there, and um, yeah, just to be out there with the the first team. And what was it like like being in the dressing room with with professional players? Um, so I'd actually been to a few of the first team training sessions before, so I actually knew some of the lads, and they know me. So and they're really nice guys, um, and. Because of COVID, we're actually spread across the dressing rooms. So I was in the away dressing room at the time with a few lads like Ben Curran. And I was just chatting away. Um, Ricardo Vasconcelos, he's a really nice guy. I was chatting to him all day because he batted the day before. So I was just chatting to him whilst Kia was batting. It must help take off some edge when and nerves when you actually play for second teams and go on the field like you did yesterday. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I wasn't. I wasn't too nervous, just because um, I'd been around them all day. I'd been around them whilst they're batting, but um, yeah, it would have been a bit dodgy if I dropped a catch or something. And then, I, then the nerves would have racked up. Well, I hope well, you didn't do that. So it'll hopefully inspire you for for the future to want to be in that sort of environment. Oh yeah, definitely. I was speaking to Dad about that. Just uh, he just asked the big questions like. Being around them is that is that something you'd like to do? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Right. We just go back to when we last spoke. Uh, it was in January, and you were just about to to join the academy and start netting. How how has it been going for you? Um, it's been really hard work, just because um, we missed two months of training, November and December. So they've really upped the intensity, especially with the workloads and the. Um, bulk of running and uh, fitness sessions and, and gym sessions. So I've been training twice a week. Um, I've had a six-hour session and a four-hour session. And it's been really intense, but really good, good work. And I think I've progressed a lot. So when you first went back after Christmas, were you sort of running off Christmas puddings and things like that? Uh, yeah, it was a bit dodgy. Um, you could see by the results that uh, they weren't up to the standards I really wanted them to. And um, the recent results are just compared to them and they're just, it's just a massive increase. What's the, the structure to your day when you go there? Have you got sort of set times when you do things? Um, what days so do you go? What days do you um, go? So it started off Wednesdays and Sundays and now it's gone to Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, so the structure is basically they send out the timetable and you have a bowling session, a batting session, a fielding session, and a gym session. And most of the sessions have been like that. There's been a couple where uh, the psychologist has been in. 
Uh, one of the ones was uh, we had the bowling machine at 90 miles an hour. It was firing bouncers at us and we just had to uh, face as many balls as we can and then talk about it. So the psychologist had like heart rate, heart rate monitors on. And um, yeah, that was really interesting. Um, but yeah, mostly it's just been in blocks of bowling, batting, fielding and a gym session. I was going to say, do you do a lot of weights in the gym? Uh, yeah, so we have specific programs. Um, so don't want to get into the details, but there's different um, types of uh, movements where you can go, you can control the movement, you can, uh, and you can push the movement. So it's just about um, working all the muscles and getting them, getting the right ones you need for me as a fast bowler. Looks like it's really tailored to what you're hoping to be, which is a fast bowler. Do you also have the, the, the what they all call the bleep test? Are you doing that as well? Uh, yeah, so we had the yo-yo test. That was on the testing day in January, and I've just done one recently. Um, yeah, I've definitely improved in that, but it's definitely hard work. It's really hard. It's a tough test, that one. And for what you're saying, do they keep monitoring how you're doing with all the tests so you're getting regular data on everything? Um, yeah, so obviously we had a baseline test in January and we've had one recently, it was two weeks ago, and then we've got one at the end of the summer. They're just testing days where we do like um, jumps to do leg power, height and weight and just all different tests to see how we're doing and how we've progressed. Looks like they keep a close eye on you then. So do they also talk about what you should eat and things like that and diet? That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so um, we've had these, we've had Zoom sessions, um, had about four or five discussing dietary requirements and stuff you should eat, stuff you shouldn't eat. Um, actually, we had a session on gambling, which was interesting. Um, and we've got one today about anti-doping. So we have all different Zoom meetings with different um, ideas. Oh, that um, certainly is a very good grounding on, on lots of things and what you're saying there. And do you feel so much fitter and stronger from all the sessions you've had? Yes, definitely. Um, for me, I can just see my improvement. Um, we do skin folds, which is like how much like it's like fat to muscle. And um, mine's just been really good for me. It's gone up for me, which is good because I've, I didn't have much fat on me and it's actually the, the fact that it's gone up by a certain amount uh, compared to my weight means that it's been muscle that I've been putting on. So that's good. And presumably now with, with practice, you've moved from nets out from inside to outside. Um, yeah. So uh, for about a month, month now I've been doing um, outdoor sessions, but, I'm not really sure what's happening um, from now on. Um, I'm sure we'll go outside until it gets dark because they want to do later sessions on Wednesdays and Fridays because of school. So they want to, I think it's going to be four to late, but I'm not really sure how it's going to go. But the last few have have definitely been outside. And what about, you talk then about school. How have you been able to manage your your schoolwork at Wisbeach Grammar? Uh, You haven't been relying on any homeschooling from dad anymore, have you? No. No, That's a joke. Um, yeah. Um, well, it's it's been alright because um, obviously it's been Easter, so I'm I don't think to do over Easter. Uh, when I go back, I've I've worked out I miss about three lessons, 
and luckily they record the lessons um because of um online working and stuff so i can just watch them over and hopefully catch up pretty easily well it's good to hear it's not affecting your schooling so and and matches wise i know you've played a couple of friendlies for Wisbeach, but have you played any games for the academy yet have they had any friendlies um so i've got friendly on saturday against um overston cricket club and that's the first game for northampton for the academy but you have played a couple of outdoor games for Wisbeach, which um, against is it Downham and Peterborough that they must have been quite cold matches to play in. Very cold. The hand warmers were out. We had pl- plenty of layers on, especially because you can't go inside the dressing room. You have to stay outside the whole time. So when you're waiting, uh, when you're batting, when you're waiting there, it's, it gets really cold. Yeah, because you're still cleaning the ball and so you can't yeah. be changed when you get there or changing your car or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And how how do you think you've bowled in those two games? Um, it's been it's been a bit rusty, but um, yeah, I picked up a couple of wickets. Um, I think uh, the fact that I trained over winter has definitely paid off compared to some of the others. But um, uh, the down and game was was really close. Um, I think we could have won that one. Came it was two runs uh, in it. Uh, the Peterborough game, I think, um, including me, we were just um, a bit off with our uh, bowling areas. We just could have been more consistent. Yeah, regarding your fitness, I heard from James Williams only a couple of weeks ago, and he said how fit some players were compared to others. So I think you'd be in the, the bracket of player that was fit compared to perhaps James on that particular day. Yeah, nice. <laughs> And I've actually been in contact with one of your coaches, Luke Swan. We've picked George up uh, on a on a program called the Junior Centre of Excellence, um, going back in uh, 2019. Now I think it was, um, and uh, I, he it was on a recommendation from uh, from some guys over in, in Cambridgeshire, and uh, and we we got him in, and um, yeah, just. Obviously, the the first thing that really stood out about George, even even you know when he was that age, was uh, his attributes. You know, he's very tall, uh, long levered. Um, he was very raw at that point in terms of his action and and his process. Um, but the you know another thing that stood out about him was his his capacity to learn really and to and to take things on board. And that was very evident from the start, you know, with with little things that we we worked on with him, uh, with his action, and and just in general. And he he really did progress quite quickly. Um, and then in sort of uh, between now and then, we we signed him to our emerging player program, which is the the program that sits just below the academy. And he had a really really good first winter on that on that program. He he worked very closely with Phil Rowe, uh, who was our our bowling coach and assistant first team coach at the time and made really good progress uh, that for that for that winter um also grew uh, you know as he as he has done consistently you know got got taller got bigger got stronger um did some really good stuff around his strength and conditioning which uh, which helped him out a lot um and yeah he, he's just made uh, he's made very good progress really all, all the way through up until uh, up until uh, the present and now, I mean, you, you're looking at, I mean, I don't, I don't know, he must be six foot three now, he's got to be. Uh, you're looking at a lad there who bowls a good pace, he hits good areas, 
uh, he's developing a, a, a very good understanding of his role and, and what his you know what what he's about and what his game's about. Um, and he's he's very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no doubt he's very exciting. The, the the raw attributes he's got, coupled with uh, with what, what we've just spoken about in terms of his awareness of what he's trying to achieve, um, you know, that's that's really quite quite exciting. And uh, he'll play. He'll feature in the academy uh, fixtures this year. Uh, some under nineteen fixtures as well that we run um, in in multi day format. Uh, and yeah, we, we've we've got high hopes for him. He, he's uh, he's a he's a good prospect, and um, he's a really really nice lad with us as well, which which does make a difference. He's he's uh, uh, he's a pleasure to have in the environment. Um, and yeah, like I said, six foot three, sixteen seventeen year old fast bowler. He's exciting. But what are your final thoughts on how the academy, how the schooling's been going, and the new season ahead? Um, so, uh, this is my first year in the academy. It's been really good. It's been much more than expected. Uh, Northampton is a really great um, academy. Uh, it's they it's really they make you feel involved. Um, I think I'm progressing a lot of my cricket. Um, the fact that you know I played yesterday, I'm doing a lot of stuff with the first team. It's been really good, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. Hopefully, hitting some of them targets and. You know, playing some second team cricket or just pl- taking plenty of wickets. Yeah, going back actually to the first level, have you bowled to any of the first team players in the nets as well? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing quite a few sessions with them. Um, just bowling the nets, just have certain slots to come in and bowl at them. And do you get videoed on a lot in the nets to see, you know, where you, the mechanics of your bowling? Uh, yeah, we do a video analysis uh, quite a lot just to see how how we can progress and what weaknesses and strengths and uh, just, yeah, just analysing um, and uh, progressing, improving. Right. Well, thank you very much again for being on the Paddock and the Pavilion and the very best of luck for you for the new season ahead. And hopefully I'll be able to pop down and see you um, during the summer. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and The Pavilion. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and now on Instagram at The Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.